Hey everyone, and welcome back to the NCC Audio Podcast. I am your host, Nick Chamberlain, and this episode begins the new season of the NCC Audio Podcast. And first and foremost, I just want to thank everyone who has been listening to the NCC Audio Podcast. And I hope that you all have enjoyed everything that we have talked about, all things audio, from career and gear. But in this next chapter, we're going to be switching gears a little bit and we're going to be focusing a little more on podcasting and the business aspect of podcasting we're going to be diving into and learning together on how to build your business grow your audience and market your services and products using podcasts so whether you are a small business owner an entrepreneur an influencer or if you're just someone looking to get your voice heard then this podcast is going to be perfect for you and in today's episode My good friend and co-host Brandon Manderson is back, and we kick off the new season with a five-part series on the five laws of success from the book The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. I highly suggest you buy this book and read along as we dive into these five laws of stratospheric success. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into the first law, the law of value. Hey there, Nick. How's it going? Good to be back. Good to be here with the, the live studio audience again. It is live. You can hear whispering going on in the background throughout times because the live studio audience, they're just listening and chatting away as we record this. Yeah. Well, thanks for being back, live studio audience. Hello, live studio Woo! audience. Woo! Everybody look under your seat. There's a free car. I'm sorry. Just kidding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 So, Brandon, yeah, I just want, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Me too. And this podcast is going to start a new series. The next five episodes are going to be a book study. A book study? A book study. All right. I'm going to... Harry Potter. Harry Potter or Twilight. I can't decide which one we want to do. And it's all about, you know, really digging deep into the business aspect of Harry Potter and Twilight. Oh, Just good. kidding. Hey, everyone. <laughs> We're going to be doing a book study on The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. It's a little story about a powerful business idea. It's about 120 pages. I read it in one afternoon. Oh, wow. And it has a lot of great ideas that I want to discuss. And right. it's a very, um, what would you want to say? But it has a lot of universal ideas into it. Mm-hmm. So, so More than just business, but also like life. Life, business, and it can operate with any form of business. It doesn't have right. to be just podcasting. Right. Right. Because in so, the book they don't even talk about podcasting. No, they don't. They talk about other business people starting businesses and right. going through their life. But just business in yeah. general. But they give us the five laws of stratospheric success. Stratospheric. So it's like not even in this atmosphere, no, it's, it's in the like, next atmosphere. Yeah. So if y'all are ready to learn about the secrets of success and from these off. two authors these two humans but they have really a lot of great ideas and okay. it's a good little parable and so, so it's the go-giver as opposed the to the go-getter exactly wow yeah. okay so if y'all are ready to dive into the go-giver go ahead and you know buy it purchase it read it and in this week's episode we are going to be talking about the secret and the first law of success so if you're listening to this right now and you haven't bought the book or read haven't yet. bought the book yet. Pause this podcast, buy the book, go on Amazon, mm-hmm. go to Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. go to the Amazon bookstore, whatever. 
buy the book and then come back, read the first chapter in the first law, and then come back to this podcast as we can discuss. Yeah. But if you haven't bought it yet and you just want to hear what the secret is in the first law, is that's fine too. We're just doing a little overview of the book, but the book really provides some great detail and emotional support. Yes. Just like animals. <laughs> exactly. But before we dive into it, I just want to hear about how you've been, Brandon. Oh, hi. It's been a <laughs> Wow, I wasn't expecting now. that. I was ready for every question but that. <laughs> um, I've been good. Been busy. Yeah. Making lots of films. Lots of films. Lots of films. It's nonstop. I love making so films. So you've been giving people a lot of films. We've been giving filmmaking to the community and giving people opportunities to make films. Mm-hmm. You've been doing so much giving. I've been doing a lot of giving, yeah. <laughs> giving people's time and talent and yeah. So it kind of really fits into what we're going to be talking about in this first uh, part of the podcast. Exactly. And Seriously. then the stuff that we're, we're, we've been up to with the YouTube channel we'll also we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. Um, fits into. Fits into this first chapter of, or at least this first law of the go-giver. Yeah. Um so you yeah. have the Let's Get Rolling YouTube page going, right? Yeah. How so. many mm, videos do you have? Do you know? Um, I think we're around like 25 videos so 25 far. 25 videos? We've released in the last... Okay, so in the last month, we started in August, and now it's September. We've released four, five films, five short films. Five short films. And behind the scenes, we've released behind the scenes videos for those, and we've released... Um, a series on improv so we've got lots of content lots coming. of great content there's a lot of content on there yeah so everyone listening make sure you go to the let's get rolling films youtube page to watch all of those videos and you can like like and subscribe right like and subscribe give us a comment tell us what you want to see all that it'll be fun nice and then in my neck of the woods i have, have been, been i've been okay i've you know i've been Trying to build up my business, continuing to learn more and more about business. Hence, I've bought this book called The Go-Giver, right? And I've had some more sessions with my business coach, Chris Graham. And right now, I'm at the part of building a business where I'm developing my CRM, my customer relationship management software. And I'm trying to build out my leads and just reach out to clients and just to grow my business. But, you know, I'm kind of struggling right now with my price structure mm. and my services. Right. And so I'm really trying to dial those in. So when I go out and to reach out to potential clients, I can really tell them everything I have to offer. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy because I've learned a lot about podcasting in the last two to three months, right? Yeah. So just even like half a year ago when I was trying to reach out to people for my services, I thought I had a you know, lot to offer then, but now I feel like I have a lot more value to offer people because I have a lot more knowledge I want to give them. Right. And I'm hoping to do that through this podcast is to give some knowledge about the things I've learned about business and especially through a podcasting lens. And but it doesn't have to be with podcasting, it can be through any business, right? You mean a podcasting mic? Through the podcasting mic. Yes. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Brandon. I'm just really excited to get into all of these topics that we are going to be talking about. All right. All right. So let's dive into it. The Go-Giver. So the Go-Giver tells the story of an ambitious young man named Joe 
who yearns for success. Dro is a true go-getter, though sometimes he feels as if the harder and faster he works, the further away his goals seem to be. Desperate to land a key sale at the end of a bad quarter, he seeks advice from the enigmatic... Is that how you say it, Brandon? Enigmatic? Egg... Egg <laughs> hey, we're all going to be learning while Egg-man. we're doing this. From Sonic. Yeah, from a legendary <laughs> consultant named Pindar. <laughs> so, Pindar, Brandon, let's... I don't know. Do you want to talk about the cool things we've discovered about Pindar? Pindar? Yeah. Pindar? Just uh, think Pindar. about different ways you can spell Pindar. Front words or backwards? Oh, backwards. It's radnip. <laughs> Sorry so, if any Pindars are listening to this, but that's your name backwards. Yeah, so Pindar is this um, exquisite, very well-successful business consultant, right? Mm-hmm. And so then Joe believes that he can go meet Pindar and use him as his clout and leverage to make this final sale of this bad quarter so he can get this sale and have a great quarter and he can be a successful man, right? Right. But when he meets Pindar... Mm-hmm. The story's a little different. Oh, Pindar's got something else for him. Yeah, Pindar has something else for him. Pindar says, I'm going to give you the secret to my success. Mm-hmm. And so this podcast episode is about that secret and the first law Okay. of stratospherical <laughs> success. <laughs> stratospherical. <laughs> How do you say it? I don't know. Why is that word so? Stratospherical? Yeah, stratospheric success. Stratospheric success. Yeah, okay. So let's dive into it. The okay. secret. Splash. Well, little splash, small splash, very baby splash. Before we get into it, I would like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor for season two. Who's our sponsor for season two? Do you have a new sponsor this season? We do. It's Pop-Tarts, the gluten-free kind. <laughs> gluten-free, sugar-free Pop-Tarts. Wow. I didn't know Pop-Tarts could get any healthier for you, but here we go. Do you have gluten problems? I know I do. So, gluten-free Pop-Tarts, sugar-free Pop-Tarts, lose weight and have the greatest breakfast of all time, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Thank you, Pop-Tarts, for keeping me healthy and feeding me every morning with your deliciousness. Mm-mm. Okay, so now, picture this. Our Joe, he's trying to make this sale, right? Mm-hmm. And so now he's meeting with this intense, very well-known business consultant, Pindar. Pindar. And so Pindar has graciously said, hey, Joe, come on over and I'll teach you my secrets and all my ways to help you grow to be a successful person. Mm -hmm. And now Joe is thinking, why on earth would this very wealthy man invite me into his house? Mm -hmm. And how much is he going to cost? Yeah. But Pindar just receives him into his home, offers him some exquisite coffee. Ooh. And just sits him down and says, I would like to teach you everything I know in a week. I want to teach you the five laws of success. But there's only one catch. And Joe's like, oh boy, here it is. How much is it going to cost? You have to, and then Pindar says, you have to follow the laws and you have to do the law. Practice the law the day you learn the law. And if you don't, I want you to call and say, I did not fulfill the law today, and I'm canceling tomorrow's session. Oh, wow. I know, right? That's intense. I know. And so when I read this, I was like, oh, wow, what are these laws? This sounds like some crazy 
Sounds like some crazy uh, voodoo magic. Yeah. So how is this actually going to play out, right? Yeah. And so Joe is sitting with Pindar. They're having their cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. And then Pindar says, I'm going to tell you my secret. So he leans close to Joe and he says, my secret to success is... Giving. 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 Not getting? Not getting. Not going out and like hustling your butt and getting as much stuff as you can. But giving. Giving. Wow. Giving what? Yeah. So. What does he give him? So this whole series, we're going to be talking about this whole aspect of giving and the law of giving, uh, hence the title, The Go-Giver. The Go-Giver. Yeah. Not so the Go-Getter. It, 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 helped go- me, it really made me think about business in general. Mm-hmm. And how I can live out my life as a human. Right. Because they have a lot of really good principles in here. Yeah, of course. The go-giver. Yep. So we're just going to talk about some of the stuff in the book, go over some quotes, and just have a little book study. Okay, here we go. here we go. So Pindar goes to explain this giving attitude, right? He's trying to help Joe get into the mindset of the Mm go-giver. And so Pindar says... The majority of people operate with a mindset that says to the fireplace, first, give me some heat, then I'll throw on some logs. Or that says to the bank, give me interest on my money, then I'll make a deposit. Of course, it just doesn't work that way. Brandon. Yes, Nick. So we talked about that. Mm-hmm, like the, we did. the first example. First, give me some heat, then I'll... I'll throw on some logs. Right. So, obviously, you can't just get heat without giving some logs to the fireplace, right? Right. You're not just going to have fire and no, like, you need you need to have something fueling that fire. Mm-hmm. And I guess it comes to the same thing when it comes to success? I think so. So, we can talk about different ways you can look at that. Um, an example I brought up with Nick earlier with uh, with my experience in in youtube and in video production in general um is that you can make films and like like for me like making films is like the fun part like that would be like the heat right Mm -hmm. that's like the part that i'm like yeah like this is the fire for me you know Mm. but um in order to get people especially like if you're going through like a youtube a youtube channel so if you're running a business and you're trying to run your business and make YouTube videos for your business and stuff like that. What are you going to offer the people so that they will participate in your business? You know, like say if I'm making a film Mm -hmm. and I need money for the film, I can't just expect people to give me money, you Mm -hmm. know, like, but if you do something along the way, and this isn't just saying just do things to get people to help you. But like, if you are doing things that add value to someone else, then that will give people more of an incentive to, to help you along the way and enjoy the things that you're making. So mm-hmm. say I have a bunch of films, nobody's watching them, but then, and I'm like, Oh man, like why is nobody watching my films? I'm doing, I'm doing this and that. But then if I start to make like, like tutorials and stuff that people are actually sitting there that they want to watch, you know, like that they're looking up like something that's going to give them value in their life. Mm-hmm. As far as like one of my short films or something, some that might not give so much value into somebody's life as like, here's how to use a camera or something like that. Somebody, Mm -hmm. but then the more somebody watches it and the more they learn about you as a person and the more that they, they learn about the subject will bring people more and give people more interest into 
the the fire, the stuff that you're really yeah. passionate about. Yeah, and lead it will lead them into wanting to watch your videos and your short films you yeah. have made. Mm-hmm. And so, but even with that, yeah, you're you're having this giving attitude still of just giving out art to people, and you want people to receive it. Yeah, I'm also thinking now you're wanting to give people an experience through your art and through your craft. Yes. So I feel like even when you make your short films, you're doing it with a giving attitude. Right. Anyways. And I can also see having all these other tutorial videos. It's helping people as well. You're just giving, you're giving more than you're receiving with yeah. those tutorial videos. And then people will be able to find your videos. Exactly. And you're not going to be able to, yeah. you know, you're not, yeah, not everything's going to be a, a huge success for you, but like if you're making things to general, genuinely help someone else, mm-hmm. that will help fuel your fire to make more stuff. You know? Yeah, that's what we're trying to do right now. We're trying to give the logs and yes. build up the fire. Build right? up the fire. Yeah, perfect. And then mm-hmm. uh, the other example is give me interest on my money, then I'll make my deposit. Nope, nope. You have to give the money first before the bank will give you the interest on right. your money. So giving. How does giving, that apply giving, giving. To, to you, Nick? Uh, talking about, about my business and my services... I can't just expect to say, hi, please give me all this money, and then you'll get a great podcast, right? Right. I have to go out there and prove to people that I know and give them all this knowledge that I have on producing podcasts. Exactly. And so then they're able to then realize, oh, he can help me grow my business. He can help me grow my mm-hmm. brand, help me manage my content to make it so I can produce these podcasts so that I'm able then to produce, you know, the content I need to help me build my brand. Right. And so I'm trying to do that. Yeah. I'm trying to help them rather than just going, please give me your money and then I'll make that happen. Yeah. I have to let them know that, hey, I'm going to make that happen and they will be willing to be like, oh, I want, I want that, I want that help. Yeah, because they all, all my clients think exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, I think what it really gets down to is like, it's the that phrase is is kind of trying to pull you out of that like an attitude of I deserve this. You know, it's yeah. I think it's it's getting rid of the the attitude that it's just like you just deserve things without working for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it's tough because a lot of people like we want to we want to have our name in lights and and mm-hmm. be this like huge success and stuff, but it's gonna have to take work. Um, yeah. And if you step all over people and and do things like that, then it's not going to be as as worth it to you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Pindar goes on to say, "You see, you can't go in two directions at once. Trying to be successful with making money as your goal." Is like trying to travel a super highway at seventy miles an hour with your eyes glued to the review mirror. Get it? Oh uh, yeah. So my goal for my business can't be I'm just doing this to go make money. Right. Because then I'm not having that giving attitude and then that's not really gonna help me make money. My goal here is I wanna go out there, I wanna help people build their business, I wanna help people build their brand, I wanna help people to market their message and their story. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and then that's me giving of my services and talent to these individuals. Yeah. And in return, it will eventually turn 
into a profitable experience for me. Right. Because, uh, yeah, my, I guess that's what they're saying here. So I have to try that out on, right? So right. We'll, all that, yeah. So that's what we're all going to be doing this week too. Uh, so as soon as we learn these rules, we're going to apply them this week. Right. right. And then we're going to talk about how we did that week with these laws and rules that we applied. Right. Are you excited, Brandon? I'm excited. Cool. So try we're still trying to get into this go-giver attitude, this giving mindset. And then Joe had a pretty good question, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But wouldn't an awful a lot of people take advantage of you? Mm. Mm. Excellent question, Pindar says. He sets his cup down and leans forward. Ooh, I like that. He's going to tell us something. Mm-hmm. Most of us have grown up seeing the world as a place of limitation rather than a place of inexhaustible treasures. A world of competition rather than one of co-creation. So after I read that, I started thinking about my my business, right? I was like, am I ever going to be able to find enough clients to support myself with this business? Are there even enough people out there in the world who would want to start a podcast, you know, to help them grow their business? Right. And I was like, I don't I don't know if there's enough people out there. Yeah. But he says, think of the world without limitations. Like there's just tons of resources. And I started thinking well, that's kind of true because here in San Diego alone, there's like two to three million people. Right. And that's a lot of people. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't reached out to those two to three million people yet to see if they want a podcast, right? No, you haven't. And then just moving on up, you know, there's Orange County, there's LA, and that's already like millions of people. That's millions. And people. that's just in my small little area. Yeah, it's just in Southern California alone. Yeah, and then you zoom out and then there's the entire United States. What mm-hmm. is it like 300, 400 million people? Yeah. And More I have maybe. And so I'm like, "Whoa. I that number is still I can't really conceive that, right?" Right. And now let's zoom out even more. There's like 6 to 7 billion people on planet Earth. Yeah. The resources out there are unlimited. At least 10 of those people might want to start a podcast with you. Yeah. And if <laughs> I get one. about, I'm thinking if I get 20 to 30 f- clients, that can pr- will probably, you know, help me take care of my family and my life. Right. And so it looks like I just need to, you know, put the effort out there and start really pushing this thing, but in a go-giver attitude, not right. an attitude of like all those people out there. I'm going to get something from them. I'm going to get all this money from all these people. Mm-mm. And so I'm not going to go out there thinking, oh, there's other podcast producers like me out there. I'm going to be fighting against them. I'm going to be going out there and lo- be looking for people who just haven't had an exposure to the podcasting world, right? Right. And so I'm going to help them create their podcast, hence the co-creation, and have a more go-giver attitude of like, all right, let's... Start this podcast so we can help build up your business and help promote your message. Right. So I'm excited about that. That is exciting. Yeah. So let's give. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's another part coming up, too, that you underline that's pretty good. Yeah. So and that's the example of, you know, seeing the world as we're being part of the co-creation rather than a world of competition. Right. And then as a business, you've heard before. It's a dog-eat-dog world, right? Mm -hmm. I've heard that a lot, too. Yeah, I've heard that so much. Yeah. Taught that from the day you were born. 
Yes, we are. But now this book the is doctor, saying, um, the "Doctor picked me up as soon as right when I was born." It's a doggy dog world. It's a dog boy. out, doggy dog world out there, kid. <laughs> you need to eat the other dogs. You need to get your food, and you need to survive. <laughs> oh my I'm gosh! I'm a wolf, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm just a baby." Yep. But then Joe admitted that it that he thought, "Yeah, it is a dog eat dog world out there, and it's really every man for himself." And you know what Pindar says? What does Pindar say? It's simply not true. Ooh. And then Joe gave a skeptical look, and Pindar said, Have you ever heard people say you can't always get what you want? Mm Mm-hmm. There's a whole song about it. Yeah. (laughs) You can't always get what you want. No, said Pindar. Here's what you do get. You get what you expect. Ooh. What? That's different. What does I, that mean? You get what you expect. Let's dive into this. Okay, let's dive in. What do you expect, Brandon? Baby splash. Little baby splash. Or, to put it in another way, what you focus on is what you get. I'm like, what? Is that true? Is this like the crazy... I'm not going to get into that again. The crazy voodoo magic? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And not only about the trouble, it's about everything. Right. Go looking for conflict, you'll find it. Go looking for people to take advantage of you, and they generally will. See the world as a dog-eat-dog place, and you'll always find a bigger dog looking at you as if you're his next meal. Go looking for the best in people, and you'll be amazed at how much talent, ingenuity, empathy, and goodwill you'll find. Ultimately, the world treats you more or less the way you expect to be treated. Exactly. And it's funny because I know so many people mm-hmm. that, and I think everybody's guilty of it at some point, you know, of like just expecting something to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, especially like if you go looking for trouble, like I think we all know people that go looking for trouble and I think everybody goes looking for trouble at some point. Mm-hmm. And um, they find it, right? And they find it, yeah. So I guess that is kind of true. I think so. So... What he's saying is we need to go out and just expect to find nice people, expect to find genuine people, expect other people to be nice to us. But then, yeah, I'm also like with Joe, I was like, well, what if people are going to be stepping over us? Yeah. Stepping on us, you know, trying to um, sell us crazy things and try to take advantage of our quote unquote nice givingness. Yeah. I think that um, like within my own life that I've, I've tried to live by this like for a while you know mm-hmm. tried to figure it like tried I'm like yeah i'm gonna find nice people i'm gonna like find the people that i want to work with you know i'm not gonna work with people that i like and then eventually you can kind of start seeing those signs and people if you like are focused on yeah i'm gonna you know like i'm going to take these like like i want to work with people that want to help me get better and i'll help them get them to get better mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in general so it's like working with you you know mm-hmm like, I don't ever expect you to try and sell me something. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, you don't expect me to try and sell you something, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah, when I meet with you, I'm expecting you to generally help me out. Yeah. And so then I'm just comfortable with that. And so rather than I'm just going to you, expecting you to do something for me because I want you to. Right. Right. And so I think we should go out, you know, looking for people and just you treat them with respect 
dignity and niceness or what whatever and they will generally treat you. you will receive the same it's like the golden rule yeah it is yeah we're following the golden rule, the golden here. rule here yeah do Oops. unto others what you want them to do unto you yes exactly yeah so this go-giver attitude goes with that and but in a, like a, in a little different way just yeah but i mean it's it's a card. common thing that gets lost within business that like you just take advantage of people you know mm-hmm. or you see that often like people often just just try and take for themselves mm-hmm. um and not offer onto anyone else so yeah and if you come across someone who's has that go-getter attitude mm-hmm. you're going to be immediately like drawn away from them yeah like you're not going to be doing business with them right you're going to be attracted to other people who are trying to give of their services and help build you up right and so i have noticed that in my life mm-hmm. you know people have come to me and they do have that attitude of they want something from me they want me to they want to take something from me right yeah and so I'm able to see through that, and I have a more go-giver attitude that, or I should, and you will be able to weed out these people who are trying to take from you. Yeah. Nice. And a common example I use for stuff like this mm-hmm. is um, if you've ever seen, like, Les Miserables, um, this is just a, this is just a, a more tangible example. I mean, there's plenty of plenty of examples like this but uh in that like you see this character of jean valjean and mm-hmm. les mis who's like the main character right he starts off as a thief and he's imprisoned and he's like basically has to work as a slave his whole life because he's he's got a criminal record and all this and that um then he finally gets put on on parole right and then he's going he can't find any jobs he can't find anywhere to stay this and that and then finally, the priest, like the the bishop of like this church, allows him to stay in the church, and he feeds him, and he he lets him stay there, and then and the like, and he's just very kind and giving to Jean Valjean, right? And then in the middle of the night, Jean Valjean gets up, he steals a bunch of stuff from the church, mm. and then he leaves, mm. like he steals a bunch of like valuable items, like gold and and silver and all that, um, and then he gets caught, right? And then the the authorities bring him back to the church, and he they bring him up to the bishop, and they say, like we found this man, like he he stole all this stuff, and like but he says that you gave it to him, and then the priest looks at him, and he like doesn't look with him, doesn't look at him like like angrily or anything like that, and he says, uh, and he says, oh yes, he's like I did, but you forgot I also gave you these, and then he took like more stuff and gave him even more, mm-hmm. even though the guy just stole from him. And then from that point on, he decides to flip his entire life around and only do good for others. Um, and that's kind of how the whole story kicks off, is that he, he flips his whole life around because this priest changed his life. Oh, wow. Or this bishop changes his life. Um, and the bishop, he was just giving everything he had. And he, he was, was just a complete giving. go-giver. Right. How much are we, willing, are we willing to give them? Obviously, okay. we're not all going to be like yeah. that, okay. that priest, but it's, like, it's a very extreme example, yeah. but... You can see that, like, the... If someone's and, taking something from you, just give it to them. Yeah. Give it to them. Be, yeah, have that go, you know, that yeah. attitude. And then I think that will bring more peace to your mind, right? Right. And then you could possibly change that other person for the better. Yeah. I like that. And so Joe goes on after listening to Pindar explain this whole dog-eat-dog world. Joe <gasps> takes a breath. 
and concludes, So, you're saying people don't take advantage of you because you don't expect them to? That because you don't put any focus on selfishness and greed? Even when it's all around you, it doesn't have much impact on you. Then he had a flash of inspiration, like a healthy immune system. The disease is all around you, but you don't catch it. Question mark? Question mark? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And so we're out there as, you know, content providers, as business owners. We're trying to do the best we can to build our business and just continue to give, even though there's a lot of people around us, around us looking to take from us. Right. So well, let's build up our healthy immune system. Right. Let's build up our healthy giving mindset mm-hmm. so we don't have to worry about all those selfish people around us. Right. I guess it goes down into your morality, you know, like where do you feel, like where do you, like how much do you feel is worth giving, you know, like kind of humbling yourself and allowing mm-hmm. yourself to do that but also not being taken advantage of i don't know it's it's kind of a fine line yeah yeah and i think you'll be able to surround yourself with the people who will be giving when you're giving to them and you'll weed out the people who are looking to take from you yeah that's what i'm getting from this right you'll either weed them out or you'll change them for the better nice yeah good conclusion all right so that was the secret i also do want to move on to the first law of success and this um podcast all right let's do it sweet so everyone now has this giving mindset and then everybody's such a giver now i know now that you've listened to this everybody thank you so much for giving (laughs) and so pindar says to joe joe i'd like to do something with you i would like to show you what i call my five laws of stratospheric success if you can make a little time say every day for a week and now joe is seriously taken back like he's like this guy is going to give me one hour of his day for a whole week and then joe's like well what am i going to have to give up and then pindar says first you'll need to agree to my conditions joe's heart sank the conditions he had forgotten all about that it was only after he agreed to pindar's conditions that he would be allowed to set up the further meetings right Mm -hmm. so you know what pindar says what does pindar say i need you to agree that you will test every law I show you by actually trying it out. Not by thinking about it, not by talking about it, but by applying it in your life. And that's not all. You must apply each law right away the same day you first learn it. Yeah, so that helps to continue the story. But in this podcast, we're going to be talking about each law, and I'm going to try to try it out for a week and i'm hoping the listeners after we talk about the first law you also try it out during the first week and then we can talk about it all right right we can i'll post this episode on facebook on the ncc audio facebook page right and you can just leave some comments and we can start a little discussion thread there Mm -hmm. and if it builds up enough you know i can start the ncc audio facebook group page and we can have just a lot of people who are listening just Uh, We can all have a little community on the Facebook group, and we can all just chat about the different things that are said in this podcast. That would be fantastic. That would be be fun, wouldn't it? That would be super fun. I'm super excited about that. I just thought about that idea right now. That's a great idea. Thanks. That's a good way to give to others. We just give each other's emotional distress and baggage, and we all just help each other out. And we all just help each other and be friends with each other. That would be cool. That would be great, yeah. 
So I'm super excited to try this first lot out this week. How about you, Brandon? Yeah, I'm really excited. All right, so we're going to follow the same conditions that Joe is following. Okay. All right, so let's get into Wait, before I do, yeah. I had this great quote by the end of the this chapter, right? Called okay. The Secret. Joe nodded slowly. I think I understand. You want to make sure I'm not wasting your time. Fair enough. Pindar smiled. Joe, no offense, but you do not have that power. Joe looked confused. I mean, the power to waste my time. Only I can do that. And truthfully, it's a vice I gave up a long time ago. Wow. I really like that. Pindar so, is very uh, on another level. He is on another level. So don't look at people who bother you or you think that are wasting your time. Because only you can waste your time. Only you can waste Yeah, other people. Yeah. Yeah. But only, so, you can only allow your time to be wasted if you allow Yeah, else to you waste. yourself waste your time. Right. So if someone appears to be wasting your time, go ahead with the go-giver attitude. Give them your time. Give them your full attention. And therefore, you're giving your time and you're not wasting it. Right. And then you value your time and you value giving so much that you can't you can't waste it. And if we are wasting our own time, it's like a vice. Let's give it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. So, you know, I waste a lot of time on doing things, uh, just wasteful time things. Just scrolling on Facebook, social media, like little mm-hmm. time wasters like that. Or Yeah. I think that's like a big time waster nowadays. Well, especially for me. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, it's a big time waster. Yeah. We have a... So we need to learn to value our time and Except to give our time. Except when you're scrolling through NCC Audio on Facebook and you're going through all of his podcasts. That's not a time waster. No, that's actually a time That's helper. beneficial. That's beneficial. Yeah. All right, let's do this. All right, let's do this. First law, the First law thing. of value. So the chapter, when you read through it, it goes through the backstory of just you, just how Joe gets into the meeting when about how he's going to learn the first law, right? Right. So the first law is taught by a chef, a chef named Ernesto. Ernesto. He's um, a well-to-do Italian chef and restaurant owner, and he's a multimillionaire real estate um, person okay. who owns lots wow. of real estate. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Ernesto. And you know how he got his start? How? From a hot dog stand. What? In the city. Wow. So how did this one hot dog stand guy... So all he would do is eat hot dogs all day, and then (laughs) all of a sudden he became a millionaire? Exactly. No. What? (laughs) I really like how you help me out here, Brandon. This is why I need you here. (laughs) He has his own hot dog stand. He owns a hot dog stand. He sells hot dogs. Oh, yeah. And drinks and chips to people, right? Mm -hmm. And you know why his hot dog stand was so great? Why? And Joe says, because... He had the best hot dog stand in the city. Pindar smiled and gently corrected him. Mm-hmm. Best outdoor dining experience in the city. Oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. Just like the little way you word things and think about things mm-hmm. will really help you to develop your own business and brand and whatnot. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, best outdoor dining experience. How, do, how what does, does that mean? Yeah. What does yeah. it mean to have um, a dining experience rather than just... They have cornhole. The best hot dog. Did he have cornhole there? Did he? I don't know. So <laughs> I don't think that's what it, I think. It's something else. Yeah, it means something else. So it stems back to the Ernesto. He is giving of his services mm. to the hot dog stand. Yeah. Right. So 
Ernesto wasn't looking to make money from the hot dog stand. That's a byproduct of what he was looking to do. Yeah. He was looking to give the best experience mm-hmm. he could to everyone there. Yeah. And the story goes, a few executives would eat at this hot dog stand. Mm-hmm. And they really enjoyed the experience there. And they knew there was something special about Ernesto. Yeah. So they offered to invest in Ernesto. So that led him to opening up his own restaurant. Yeah. And then led him to opening up a half a dozen restaurants. And then also several hundred million dollars worth of commercial real estate. All starting with the hot dog stand. But let's get back into the hot dog stand. Yeah, How, let's do it. Let's yeah. get back into it. So as we read throughout the story, um, Pindar explains that it was not the hot dogs, but the person serving that hot dogs that had vaulted the young man to such popularity. Not the dining, the dining experience. Mm-hmm. Ernesto had made buying a hot dog into an unforgettable event. Wow. So he had a lot of little special things he did to make it a great experience, right? Yeah. He was really good at remembering kids' names, their birthdays, favorite colors, favorite cartoon heroes, their best friend's names, etc. And all the kids wanted to go back to the hot dog stand. Mm-hmm. But then he was also just as great as remembering the adult's interests. And so he gave a lot of attention to his customers, his clients, and made it a great dining experience. Right. People loved going there mm-hmm. because of this. Everyone likes to be appreciated, said Ernesto. He appreciated everyone. That is good. I really like that. Yeah. He goes on to say, all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they like, know, and trust. Mm-hmm. That's true. I know I do. Yeah, I know, right? Do you? Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. So I listen to the Six Figure Home Studio podcast, Mm -hmm. and the host, there's two hosts, Chris Graham and Brian Hood, right? Yeah. And so I've been listening to both of them through the past year. And so pretty much now, anything they say or recommend, I will go out and do or buy because I trust everything they say because I am... I can tell they're generally interested in helping people. Yeah. And I feel appreciated in value when I listen to it. Right? Yeah. I completely agree with that. And it's just like anything, you know, if it's your favorite coffee shop or your favorite restaurant or something, and if you go there and everybody's nice to you and the service is great and you enjoy the food and the atmosphere, then it's like, man, I'm going to keep going back there. Yeah. And they value you as a human being. Yeah. Nice. So let's do that, everyone. Let's continue to appreciate everyone around us and, yeah. and to value them right yeah exactly nice and then ernesto turned to look at joe tell me what distinguishes a good restaurant from a great restaurant why do some restaurants do well while a few like this one do stratospherically well joe says well obviously food (laughs) ernesto laughed and then ernesto says ah thank you so much but there are half a dozen places within three blocks here with just food as wonderful as ours so what makes ours so much better, right? Right. What makes it so much better? Joe had no answer. And then, I like Ernesto's a bit of wisdom here. A bad restaurant tries to give just enough food and service, both in quantity and quality, to justify the money it takes from the customer. Okay? Mm-hmm. A good restaurant strives to give the most quality and quantity for the money it takes. Yeah. Okay. But a great, ah, a great restaurant strives to defy imagination 
Its goal is to provide a higher quality of food and service than any amount of money could possibly pay for. Wow. We're getting really close to the first law. Yeah. So let's talk about that. A higher quality of food and service than any amount of money could possibly pay for. Yeah. So how do we do something like that? Well, that's it's funny that that's like that because my uncle in New York, my uncle Peter, he has a restaurant called Canales. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's in upstate New York and wants to go to Canales, go to Canales. Let them know that you listen to the NCC Audio podcast with Nick and Brandon Manderson, and I'm sure he'll put a smile on his face. <laughs> um, but my uncle Peter, he runs a restaurant called Canales, Italian restaurant, and you will. It's like known for a lot of things like known Uh for one really good italian food like delicious italian food two they're like they're really low prices Mm -hmm. and three how much food you will always go home with another meal like with from what you ordered like you'll always go home like you'll always go home full and you'll always go home with like enough food left over that you'll have an entire other meal the next day and so that's what they've been like they've been voted like best italian restaurant in upstate new york like multiple times and what i had yeah. no idea yeah you have a restaurant business in your family yeah so it's super cool that's what he does you know and it's all it's like a family-run business and yeah. you know he has a lot of this like repeat customers and all that because he's what gives people reasons to come back that's you know? so cool yeah. so you have like a business person you could talk to and ask for advice on stuff i could yeah wow I about that Wow. Hey, Uncle Peter, if you're listening to this. Hey, Uncle Peter. <laughs> I'm a, a new business person trying to learn, and I don't, well, you know, I'm just reading books and listening to YouTube podcasts, <laughs> but thank you. Okay, good work. That's super cool. Um, it's funny that it, it, like, totally is, like, the same book. It's yeah. Uncle Peter for, what? Is that him? <laughs> same guy? Is this you, Uncle Peter? <laughs> and so... A higher quality of food and service than any amount of money could possibly pay for. So you can kind of take that in any point of of any business. So try to think about your own business and think about how can I provide services or a product that is going to be so much better than any amount of money could possibly pay for. Right. That's a good. That's a good thing to sit down and think about. Yeah. Right? So Joe, after hearing that, looks at Pindar and Pindar leans into joe Ooh, i like when he leans in he's always gonna tell us something something juicy he was about yeah joe's like oh my (laughs) goodness i'm about to learn the first law stratospheric success and he says want some chips all right (laughs) and so ernesto this time he leans in to joe and says the first law of stratospheric success is your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Wow. Wow. There it is. The first law, everyone. Write it down. So let me repeat it. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. How much more you give in value than you take in payment. Nice. Thinking about it from a podcast business perspective, I need to give more value, right? Right. I need to be able to provide more value to my clients right then i receive in payment yes so i just need that's intense that is intense so once again that's another brain thought activity mm-hmm. like think about your business and think about okay how can i increase my value right 
and how much more can I give in my value than receive in payment? Yeah. So how are we going to do that for the, this first week? Wow. Well, we'll conclude. We'll think about that in a bit. But yes. keep that in the back of your mind. We're going to continue finishing up this chapter, right? right? And then Joe obviously says, "I'm thinking about this too. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I mean, I appreciate what you're where you're coming from, and your story is obviously well. It's amazing." But honestly, that sounds like a recipe for bankruptcy. It's almost like you're trying to avoid making money. Ernesto waggles his finger. Does it make money? It's not a bad question. It's a great question. It's just a bad first question. It starts you off pointed in the wrong direction. So we always need to be going the right direction. Talking about the fire and the logs and the bank and the interest and the driving on the superhighway and looking in the rearview mirror. Nope, you got to be, you have to have the right order of things right right? it starts you off pointed in the wrong direction he let joe ponder that for a moment then he continued the first question should be does it serve does it add value to others if the answer to that question is yes then you can go ahead and ask does it make money right dang so if you're starting a business first things you need to ask does it serve? Does it serve? Does, does it give somebody else? Does it help someone else? Does it add value to others? Yeah. And then can it make money? Is right. Like, so we're, the more and more Brandon and I discuss uh, life stuff, there is an order to life. You have to keep things in order. And if they're not in order, um, you will be disordered. <laughs> you'll be disordered. And ultimately, when things are disordered, life is just stratospherically unsuccessful right so the more things are ordered and you have the correct order of life and things you will have a more you'll be pointed in the right direction the right path of what you should be doing Mm -hmm. right Right? yeah no i agree i agree with you i like that does it serve and does it add values to others and then you can ask does it make money and then in other words joe said exceed people's expectations and they'll pay you even more um, that's one way to look at it, replied Ernesto, but the point isn't to have them pay you more. It's to give them more. Mm-hmm. So we have to get out of this Joe mindset and into this Ernesto mindset, into this go-giver mindset. Yeah. We need to think about how can I give more? Right. How can I add more value to my clients, to my customers? Mm-hmm. Well, how do you think you could... Give more value to your clients and customers. I mean, we can talk about that next week. Yeah. After and, we think about it this week and, and try and apply it into our own lives. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have some ideas of what I'm thinking about. You know, I'm trying to restructure my business and pricing and services and trying to figure out how I can add value. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I also have to go through and think about what is missing, where are, are people struggling, yeah. and how can I meet that struggle yeah. and address that issue people have. Yeah. And how can I give of my time and my resources to um, solve their problems. Right. Cool. I like that, Brandon. Sweet. Ernesto says, but the point isn't to have them pay you more. It's to give them more. You give, give, give. Why? Because you love to. It's not a strategy. It's a way of life. And when you do, then very, very profitable things begin to happen. And then Joe's like, so profitable things begin to happen? But I thought you said you're not thinking about the results. That's right, Ernesto agreed. You're not. But that doesn't mean they won't happen. Right. 
I like that. And then they certainly will, Pindar added. I just feel like it's very beneficial for me to read this little section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the great fortunes in the world have been created by men and women who had a greater passion for what they were giving, their products, service, or idea, than for what they were getting. Right. And many of those great fortunes have been squandered by others who had a great passion for what they were getting than what they were giving. I like it. Yeah. So that pretty much concludes and wraps up, you know, the first two chapters of the book. Mm -hmm. You know, we went over the the law, the secret. The secrets. And the secret was? Giving. Yeah. Yeah. And the first law, the law of value. The law of value. Which is your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Mm-hmm. Whew, that's pretty intense. And then when the session ends, after they say goodbye to Ernesto, it is now time for Joe to go and apply this rule. Right. So it's after his lunch break. He has he learned this rule, and now he has to go apply it. Right. So let's take on Joe's rule. Right. Let's see what happens with Joe. How does he apply this rule? Mm-hmm. So the condition is he has to follow this rule. I've already said all this. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And so you know what Joe does? What does he do? Okay. So Joe has been trying to get make this sale. And so he's been bugging this guy, and he called this guy earlier in the day, early, earlier in the week, and he said, come on, I, you, know, you owe me one. I just helped you out, blah, 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 blah. So earlier in life, that was not a very go-giving attitude. It was no, a go-getter. That was like, a go-getter attitude. Mm-hmm. And so the same guy calls him back and says, I'm so sorry, Joe. I cannot sell to you. You, you know, I cannot fulfill this, you know, this quote yeah. of what you've, you've been doing, of what you need. You know what Joe does? What does he do? Instead of getting mad and hanging up, he says, you know what, Jim? Jim's the guy on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what, Jim? I have the guy you're looking for because the customer needed someone else. They didn't need Joe. They needed someone else. Yeah. And so Joe says, I know the right guy for you, Jim. And so he takes out a list of business cards Mm -hmm. of his competitors. And then he finds the name of the competitor that will do a better job than he will. So he gives Jim the guy's name and number. And then Jim said, Oh, man, thank you so much. I owe you one. You know what Joe says? Mm. You do not owe me one. You do not owe me one. Yep. You owe me many. Yep, just go. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you failed the entire episode, Brandon. So Joe says, you do not owe me anything. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Joe is in disbelief. He hangs up the phone. He's nowhere near meeting his numbers for the quarter. But you know what the boss does? Who looks looking out the window, looks at Joe, gives a good smile, and chapter is over. Wow. So, yeah, I like that. That is good ending. So, let us go forth, Brandon. And this week, we will try to give more in value than what we receive in payment. Right. And you do that amazingly well each and every week with Let's Get Rolling Films. Oh, you think so? <laughs> I hope so. Try. Because you know what? Uh, you receive zero dollars I receive no dollars. <laughs> You'll give so much entertainment and value, and you receive 
We make no financial no dollars from it. So I make so what I receive we, negative dollars. So what we learned from this is you're doing a great job. Okay, I'll just keep doing it. I'll spend more money on giving yeah. people value. And I guess what I need to do is figure out how I can be more valuable to my clients. Right. Yeah. All right. So, so we can we'll come back that. next week and talk about All right. What and tried. so I'm super excited. So this was the first episode talking about this, you know, the secret and the first law. I'm going to do this in five parts. So mm-hmm. this first one was the first law and the second, the next episode will be the second law and, you know, go forth. We have the third, fourth and fifth coming up. Um, I'm super excited to continue this book study with you, Brandon, and yeah, with all of too. our listeners. This is a great book. I highly suggest uh, everyone go out there and purchase it. It's a quick little read. And it's great for people who are thinking about starting a business or how to improve their business yeah. or even just improve their quality of life. Yeah. You know, it works kind of with anyone in any situation. Mm-hmm. All righty, Brandon. All righty, Nick. Thanks for um, having me. You're welcome. And, you know, everyone listening, thank you. If you made it this far. I'm, I'm not going to ask for, uh, I'm not going to ask for anything. I'm just going to give everything, give everything away. Right. Yeah. If you've made it this far, send Nick an email. And I will send you something special. Yeah. I'll give you something special. I'll give you something special. So just email me, Nick at com, and I will tell you what I will give you. All right. Thank you, you have everyone. To reach out to him. Yep. All right. Thanks, Thanks. Brandon. Thanks, Nick. Bye. Bye.